Hello, and welcome to the Lighthouse Podcast. We hope today's message encourages you to live your life well. If you'd like to connect with us further, you can jump on our website at differentlight.com.au and click the connect button. Or could we encourage you to consider supporting our work by clicking on the giving button? Thanks so much for listening. We find ourselves in this incredible series, Can You Believe It? where we're exploring what the foundations of our faith are and how they actually help us move forward in in the current culture that we find ourselves in. And today I get to talk about one of my very favourite topics, the Holy Spirit. And we get to hear about the Holy Spirit and uh, actually who is the Holy Spirit, uh, how we can understand His voice and what the Holy Spirit means for us today. So does that sound good? Good. All right. Well, uh, who loves this phrase? Hey, Siri. Any fans out there of Siri? Anyone loves Siri? technology, voice recognition technology, right? It's supposed to help us. It's supposed to help us uh, be more productive. It's, ha- it's supposed to help us, you know, be safer in our cars and um, all those things. It's there to help our life improve and move forward. Well, Siri and I, I don't know about you, but we have a bit of a love-hate relationship going on here. I love her that she is uh, there for me. She's, you know, most of the time it's in the car that I I love Siri. I can put her on, I can drive, get the kids and do, you know, make a call, make a few messages, uh, find directions to go places. Um, But my kids have found out that actually their voice and my voice must be similar because uh, when I try and get Siri to do messages and things like that, they know they can actually jump in there and, and add something into the text message. So I might be like, hey, Siri, can you text Stevie Lee? Hey, Stevie Lee, how are you going? Eagle's Nest. And, uh, and hey, um, hey, Andy, how are you? How are you going? Dragon's Eggs. And they're like, just love to chuck these random words in the end of my message. So if you ever get a weird sign-off message from me, it's not me, it's my kids. Uh, they've, they've worked out that we sound alike. Um, another one that we, we went to Berry a few weeks ago for the um, Berry Leaders Day away. And I was, try, I was trying to be really organised and drive around on the Friday afternoon, work out how far it was to get to Berry so we could get there on time the next day. Hey Siri, can you give me directions to Barry? And she was like, okay, Barry is three hours away. And I was like, the kids are laughing their heads off. Barry, where's Barry? I was like, okay, let's try again. Hey Siri, can you give directions to Barry in in the New South Wales? And they're like, yes, Barry, that's still in New South Wales. Anyone been to Barry? I have no idea where Barry is, but it is not Barry. And uh, I'm trying for half an hour. I'm like, Barry, Barry. And she's just not getting it. Another one that I love, I don't know if he's here today, but often I'm trying to call Andy. Hey, Siri, call Andy my love. Now, Andy's in my phone as Andy my love because, I don't know, random. Someone once told me that you should make sure they they know uh, in your phone you've got your person of contact saved or something. So if you have an accident, they know who to call. Anyway, so Andy's in my phone as Andy my love. So people just know that that's the person to call. Anyway, hey, Siri, call Andy my love. Calling Tim Johnson. I'm like... Tim Johnson, it doesn't even sound like Andy, my love. Like, that has happened more than, like, I reckon five times or more. Calling Tim Johnson, I have to quickly, like, hang up, hang up, before it calls Tim Johnson. So, Tim Johnson, I apologise for all my missed calls. There you go. Eagle's Nest, Barry and Tim Johnson. I don't know what's going on there. 
Andy tells me, though, as you use Siri more, she recognises your voice more and it helps you, um, you know, in your relationship with Siri. Understand you, recognise you, move forward where, where you need to go to. I don't know about you, but um, today we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit and how we can recognise his voice in order to help us move forward. And actually, the more that we understand the Holy Spirit, the more that we learn to understand his voice, he will help us move forward in our faith going forward. So I'm going to pray for us today, and then we're going to get into it. God, I just thank you that you love us. I thank you for every single person that you've brought here today. And God, I pray that your Holy Spirit, you are very present here with us this morning. But I pray that you speak directly to people today, that your words cut through my own, and you speak to people's minds and hearts this morning, God. And you allow them to know your voice clearer than ever before and allow them to go out from today knowing how you can equip them for all that you have for them today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so the Holy Spirit, who is the Holy Spirit? Many of you here today uh, might be new to faith. You might be just here for the first time. Welcome. Uh, you might be uh, new to the Pentecostal movement and you find yourself in a church, a Pentecostal church this morning. Uh, you might be here, you've been here for a long time, but yes, you still don't have necessarily real understanding about the Holy Spirit. Well, today I'm gonna, we're going to talk about who the Holy Spirit, because as a Pentecostal church, he is actually very central to our faith. We believe the Holy Spirit is central to what we believe. He's a fully divine, he's part of the Trinity. He's a divine person, intimately involved in our salvation, along with the Father and the Son. He's active. He's an active person, part of our faith. And that's what I love so much. We serve a God. We've, we've talked the last few weeks in this amazing series. Go back and listen to the podcast as we've talked about God the Father, that strong and tender God that um, Steve spoke to us about. We heard about Jesus, Jesus Christ, our Savior that Andy spoke to us about last week. But what makes our faith set apart is that we believe in the Holy Spirit, who is an active person, part of our faith, who helps us move forward in who we are. You know, the Holy Spirit, he's like a person. He thinks, he feels, he speaks, he acts, he works with us. He's not a far-off God that just sits up there up high instructing us in what to do or a God that saved us and then off he goes. He's a God that is with us, active, present in our faith. So what has your experience of the Holy Spirit been? As I mentioned before, there's probably people in this room with all different experiences, and my experience is that I grew up in an Anglican home and I had a great foundation of faith. Any Anglicans out there? I had a great foundation of faith. I understood the Word of God as a great foundation to my faith. I had a, I had a great relationship and understood God the Father and Jesus. And we spoke about, the, um, in, the, <clears throat> sorry, in the Apostles' Creed, we have the Father, we believe in God the Father, we believe in Jesus the Son, we believe in the Holy Spirit. We spoke about the Holy Spirit, but I didn't have this active, present part of my faith. I always felt like there was something missing for me in what my faith was. Uh, I didn't have this language necessarily around who he was and what it meant for me personally. And it was something that I knew that was missing. And it's something I spent time exploring and looking for and, and, and wanting to find. And I'd been to youth group one night and had an amazing experience at youth and came home. And it was there in my bedroom that I just remember sitting down and saying, God, I want more of you. I want you to fill me, God. I want you to use me. And there in my bedroom as a 16-year-old, I believe I felt the Holy Spirit for the first time. And 
it doesn't have to be in moments of, you know, um, pastors praying for you. It doesn't have to be in moments of just this space of church. Actually, you can meet the Holy Spirit in your own space. And, and that for me was my experience, a beautiful experience of the Holy Spirit. And from that moment on, I heard words from him. I was prompted by him. I was encouraged by him. I was able to pray for people. I saw healing. I saw amazing things as I walked with the Holy Spirit. So we're going to have a look at the Holy Spirit. We're going to have a look in the Bible. May Lynn help us understand that the Bible is all authority in our faith. And if we believe that the Holy Spirit is part of this Trinity, we're going to look at what the Bible says about how the Holy Spirit was present through the Bible. So we're just going to take a quick look through and then we're going to see how the Holy Spirit equips us and inspires our faith. So in the beginning, right from the beginning of time, the Holy Spirit was present. It says, in the beginning, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. In the beginning, the Spirit of God was there. That word is actually known as ruach. Can everyone say ruach? Ruach, it actually is our God's personal presence and it's the invisible energy that hovered over the earth. It literally means breath, moving wind. It's powerful and sustaining. God was there from the very beginning of time. He was part of the creation process. He was there as he spoke the earth into existence and when he created Adam and Eve, what did he do? He breathed his life into them. Right from the beginning of time, the Holy Spirit was part of the creation process. And then we see Adam and Eve in the garden with God. They walked in his presence. They were with him, uh, with his presence in the garden. Uh, and then we see the, the enemy comes along, tempts the apple. And um, the, the result of sin that happens in the garden is that Adam and Eve are separated from that presence of God. So we have them separate from the, from the Holy Spirit of God, but we still see the presence of God right through the Old Testament. We see the Holy Spirit speak through the prophets um, and we see them create spaces. God's people create spaces, the tabernacle and the temple um, that had the presence of God and it was a presence of God that was a resting place among the people. But they didn't have this personal relationship. They had to go to a space in order to, to see the Holy Spirit, to meet him, to come to the Holy Spirit's presence. And then we fast forward to the New Testament and we see in Jesus this tangible presence of God in a man. And uh, you see that beautiful moment where um, I love, Link was talking about John the Baptist. And we see John the Baptist preparing the way and he baptizes Jesus and the Holy Spirit um, comes over Jesus in the form of a dove. And from then on, Jesus' ministry, he has this power of the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit as he walks into his ministry. And we see healing and we see miracles. We see words of wisdom and encouragement. We see these gifts of the Spirit walked out in the presence of Jesus. And Jesus promises his people that he is going to leave them with a beautiful gift. In John chapter 14, it says, I am telling you this while I am with you, but the Father the Father sends the spirit of holiness, the one like me who sets you free. He will teach you all things in my name and he will inspire you to remember every word that I've told you. I leave the gift of peace with you, my peace, not the kind of fragile peace given by the world, but my perfect peace. 
And so then we're waiting, the, the disciples are waiting, eagerly expectant for this gift that is going to come to them. And Jesus goes back up into heaven. We have our Easter story we're going to hear about next week. And then we see Jesus ascend into heaven and his disciples are gathered in one place. If you haven't read the book of Acts, I like go do that this week or spend time in it over these next few months. It's a beautiful picture of the Holy Spirit present among the disciples and the believers And we're going to just fast forward to Acts chapter 2 today and see how that is going to help us in our faith in this season today. So it says in Acts chapter 2, it talks about the day of Pentecost. And if you're a Pentecostal Christian, I'm sure you've heard this story, but it's a great one. On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. And suddenly there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty wind, and it filled the house where they were sitting Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each one of them and everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them ability. Wow, what a beautiful picture, hey? A powerful picture of the Holy Spirit coming on the believers. And there are two Greek words in this text. And that one of them means, pleuron means filled inwardly. The Holy Spirit filled them inwardly. And the other one means plethora, which means outwardly equipped. So as we read this today, it's so significant for our faith today because it, it tells us that the Holy Spirit fills us inwardly and outwardly equips us for all that God has for us. And we need both of these things. We need to be filled inwardly so we can recognize and understand the voice of God. And we need to be equipped outwardly for all that he has for us. I love the stories from the chaplains, the way that they are equipped for all that God has for them in their week. And that is what I'm believing for you today because our faith is empty unless we have this Holy Spirit presence that walks with us into our week, that walks with us into our spaces We don't live in an Old Testament faith anymore where we have to go to places and spaces in order to feel the Holy Spirit, but actually we have the Holy Spirit with us. We are inwardly equipped for all that God has for us. So how are we filled inwardly? When we ask Jesus into our life, we ask Jesus into our life, he tells us that he fills us and it makes our faith unique. It's not a religion, it's an active faith that we have with God. We get to speak to him, we get to be with him, we get to ask him into our life. But can you recognize his voice? I wonder that today as I was preparing. I wonder if you can recognize his voice. It requires us to recognize his voice. It requires us to do two things. It requires an invitation and it requires us to posture ourselves, a positioning of ourselves. And as we posture ourselves and position ourselves to the Holy Spirit, it allows his voice to become clearer to us. Do you remember back in those days, the road trips? Anyone old enough here? I like, I'm only, no, I'm not going to say how old I am, but (laughs) I was telling my kids about how they think they get bored on road trips. But remember when you had to sit in the car, there's no screens, there wasn't even CDs. We had tapes. And uh, the tapes got pretty boring pretty quickly. I think I listened to James and the Giant Peach like every single uh, road trip. And we were like, Dad, no. So we'd go to the radio, the radio. Uh, but as we're driving, we used to go to Coffs Harbour every year, every holidays up to Coffs Harbour. And um, 
We knew that when we came to a major town or city like Newcastle, Port Macquarie, we'd be able to pick up some of the good radio stations, some good music would be on. But as we kind of got away from those, radio, uh, from those main areas, we're driving through the country towns, the classical music would come on because my dad loves the classical music and ABC, I don't know, for some reason you can pick that up anywhere. But as we drove towards the, the major towns and cities, we'd be like, Dad, flick it on to that one, I don't know, I can't remember what station, 106.5 or something like that. We knew we'd be able to get good songs as we came into those, as those major towns and cities. And as we moved towards, we knew the frequency of the radio would become clearer. And for us today, as we are moving, if we want God's voice to be loud in our life, we need to move towards Him. We need to position ourselves so we're moving towards Him, so His voice becomes louder than any other. We are living in a culture at the moment where there is a lot of voices, a lot of noise around us, a lot of distractions in the world around us. We need to position ourselves so God's voice is the loudest. So how do we do that? We carve out spaces, which is really important. We carve out spaces to listen to God. We carve out spaces like this, coming to church. We carve out spaces in our week to hear from God. We make sure we have people around us who also hear from God and can encourage us. We read the word. We pray. We carve out spaces to position ourselves toward God. But an invitation is also so important. In 1 Corinthians, it talks about the gifts of the Spirit. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, it says, eagerly expect him in your week. Sorry, it says, let love be your highest goal, but you should also desire the special abilities of the Spirit, especially the gift of prophecy. Now, prophecy is uh, just another word for an encouragement. And we're going to speak about the gifts of the Holy Spirit in a whole other message. Um, So we're not going to go into that too deeply today. But I love that it says, you should desire In another translation, it says you should eagerly expect the special abilities the Holy Spirit gives. It requires an invitation in our faith. An element of our faith is asking us to desire, to ask for the Holy Spirit, to activate your faith, to ask God to be a part of it. It's a relationship that we have together. We don't have a God that's distant, remember. We don't just have a faraway God. We have an active faith and we get to ask Him. It doesn't just take a once-off, that salvation moment, please God be with him, be with me, fill me up. It actually every day, ask him, invite him, eagerly expect him to fill you up and to be part of your day and part of your week ahead. Eagerly desire what he has for you. And then he equips us. He equips us for all that he has for us. And we heard some great stories of our chaplains and how they have been equipped in their faith. Do you know the same spirit, Romans chapter 8, the same spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. The same spirit that hovered over the earth from the very beginning of time, the same spirit that spoke through the prophets, the same spirit uh, that was there when Jesus was baptized, the same spirit that helped heal and encourage and teach, that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is inside of you. You are a powerful agent of change for the world that God has for you. You are a powerful agent of change. 
And the work of the Holy Spirit, I love it. It cuts across. It cuts across gender. It cuts across race. It cuts across socioeconomic status. It is the great equalizer for what God is doing. And you get to say yes to it and be a part, a powerful agent of change for what God has for you. And we have in it, when we have an active relationship, an active faith, when we're asking God to fill us up, we have 24-7 access to the Holy Spirit. We, don't, we have a 24 access to the power of God. He doesn't just fill us up a quiz pass and push us out. There you go, go do it. He is with you. He gives you the power every moment that you step into. And the gifts of the Holy Spirit access are available to every believer. When we see in that Acts chapter and we read about it, it wasn't just the disciples that were there. It was all believers. Every person here today has access to the Holy Spirit. Every single person here today has access to the gifts that he has for you. You have the power to walk in and give an encouragement to somebody. You have the power to pray for somebody. You have the power to heal somebody. You have the power to do miracles in the week that you have for you. That same power, remember, same power that Jesus had, you have as well. Isn't that amazing? We have 24-7 access to this. And as we access these gifts, we're going to see beautiful fruit that comes from it in our life. The fruit of the Spirit. I love the passion translation of the fruits of the Spirit. Don't always use the Passion Translation, but I love this version. In Galatians chapter 5, it says, But the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all varied expressions. It's a joy that overflows. It's peace that subdues. It's patience that endures. It is kindness in action. It is a life full of virtue. It is faith that prevails. It is gentleness of heart and it is strength of spirit. What a beautiful world we will be in as we see the fruits of the Spirit lived out, as we access the gifts of the Spirit and we walk out in power into the week ahead that God has for us. Gets me excited. I'm so passionate about each person here today, knowing that they're anointed, that they are called, that they are filled up, that they are equipped for all that God has for you. We're going to see the world around us change, generations changed as we access the gifts and walk it out into the world around us. This takes practice though, doesn't it? It's not just a once-off. It takes practice to hear from the voice of God. And some of you might have known the Holy Spirit for a long time, Amazing, Jeanette, being here, being here 80 years old, being here since the very beginning of Lighthouse, having an understanding of the Holy Spirit. Many of you here today might understand the Holy Spirit, but I believe that, that there's, some, there's something new and fresh. I kept feeling like God's speaking to me this week. I'll get emotional because I do with the Holy Spirit, but I kept feeling this week that God has got a fresh breath for us here at Lighthouse. We are a over 50 years old here at Lighthouse, but he's got a fresh breath for us here today. Thank you for listening to the Lighthouse podcast. We hope this message brings inspiration and encouragement to your day. If you want to check out any of our other podcasts or the work that we do or when and where we gather, jump on our website, a different light.com.au. Catch you later.